Today's daf is Ksubis daf nun hey. We are at the Mishnah, the beginning of a new parak, the fifth parak of Mesachtis Ksubis, parak Afalpi. Today's daf is being learned, Le'idu Nishmas, Chaim Melazar, Ben Yibadol Chaim, Reb Shimshin Aryeh. So, the fifth parak of Mesachtis Ksubis very much is a continuation of what it is we've been discussing, and that is the laws of the Ksuba. Specifically, the laws of the Tanaik Suba. So, the first Mishnah of the Perak is a big Mishnah, which mentions big halachas. However, as we'll see, we're familiar with everything mentioned in the Mishnah because it's all been an excerpt of a Gemara that we've previously learned. Even though Chazal said that every Psula. Ksuba is Masayim Zuz, and every Almanos Ksuba is a mana. Imrotza Lahoysef, Afilu Mea Mana Yosef. The husband wants to add on that number, he could add on even a hundred mana. Meaning, the number of Masayim and the number mana is the beer minimum amount. But if the husband wants to be Moisef on that amount, that's something he's allowed to do. That's the first halach of the Mishnah. In the event that a woman was married and she became either an Almana or a Grusha, it doesn't matter if she was an Almana or a Grusha from Erisin or from the Suin. In other words, we know marriage once upon a time happened in two phases. Erisin first, Nesuin second. Most dinim, the erisa of marriage, go into effect already from the time of the Erisin. There are other halachas that are first from the time of the Nesuin. But that's Pashat, that once there's Erisin, if the man dies, she becomes an Almana. If he gives her a get, she becomes a Grusha. So says the Mishnah, if she became an Almana or a Grusha, it doesn't matter if it was from Erisin or from Nesuin, the halachas, Grevis Hakol, she would get the entire Ksuba. Not only the Masayim, and mono respectively, but even if there was any hoisafa, anything that was added to the ksuba, she would get that as well. Rabbi Lozben Azari, Rabbi Lozben Azari said, If there was Nesuin already, she's going to get everything. If all there was was Erisin, then the Basula is going to get her Masayim, the Amana is going to get her Mana, meaning she collects the Iker ksuba, and the reason is, because although the husband never stipulated this explicitly, as we'll see later in the daf, but there's an umdana, there's an assumption that when he promised to give all this toisefes, the reason he did it was because in his mind they were going to live together like husband and wife. Now, they don't live together until there's nesuin. As a result, it's understood that that part of the ksuba is only in the event that there would actually be a nesuin, being that in this case, the marriage was terminated before it ever got to the phase of nesuin. It's for that reason that Allah is, all she's entitled to is the ikr ksuba. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda said a third Allah, in the event that the husband and wife are agreeable, he can give his wife the basula, a star that's Masayim Zuz, and she can write back a receipt, his kabaltim mana. I already received the mana. So that although the basula's ksuba really is supposed to be Masayim Zuz, Rabbi Yehuda said, there's a way with lawyers to circumvent it and come out with a Mahalach, where all it's going to be is a man. Or, mana mana. if a husband wants, he can write for the mana or ksuba mana. Because that was his kabalti, she can write back that she received 50 zuz. The chiddush is even if she didn't. The point is, she can write that, 
We'll see how it works in tomorrow's daf, and that's something that's okay. Rameir Omer Rameir says it doesn't work. Kol apoyches lebsula mimasayim ulamana mimana harezu bilaznos. That any time there's a man that stands under the chuppah with his wife, and there's a ksuba that's less than masayim zos, or she's an amana and it's less than amana. Any bila that's going to happen subsequent to that chuppah is a bilaznos, meaning this eitz of his kabalti is not really going to work. So really, in summation, the Mishnah said three halachas. The first halacha in the Mishnah was that even though we know that the ksuba of the Basulas Masayim Zuz and Almana Zamana, that's only the Iker Ksuba. But in Ratzalah Hosef, if he wants to be Moisif on the Ksuba, that's something he's allowed to do. The second halacha was the Machlikis Rabbi Loz Ben Azari and the Chachamim that we saw already in the previous parak, and that is a woman who becomes an Almana or a Grusha Mina Erisin. That's Pasha, she gets Ksuba. That's Pasha, she gets the Iker Ksuba. What about all the addition to the Iker Ksuba? Does she get that or does she not get that? The Chachamim say, yeah. Rabbi Loz Ben said that there's a Umdeno, Shalai Kosav Lo El Almanasa Koinza. She's not going to get it. And finally, the Mishnah mentioned the Machlaikis remain Rabbi Yudah that we also saw in the previous parak, And that is what happens if the woman decides that she's going to tell her husband his kabalti memchamana or chamishim zuz. Does it work? Does it not work? Rabbi Yehuda said yes. And really based on the gedarim of Chayish Mishpat, Rabbi Yehuda's shita is very moving, as we'll see in tomorrow's staff. Rameya has a shita. Kalapoiches lepsula mimasayim ulalmona mimona. Harezu be'ilas zno. So today's staff is going to focus on the first and the second of the two halachas that were mentioned in the Mishnah. So what was the first halacha of the Mishnah? What's the Chiddush? It's so obvious. Why would you think that if he wants to be Moisif, he shouldn't be able to be Moisif. So the Gemara says, I would have thought, Kitsusa of the Rabbanon. You would have thought that maybe the Rabbanon actually put a shear. They put a maximum dollar amount as far as how much a husband's allowed to give his wife. Why? So you shouldn't embarrass someone that isn't able to give more. Meaning, maybe Chazal wanted to even the playing field so that they wanted that there should be a maximum amount that a husband's allowed to give. Which is interesting. In fact, it's even a little counterintuitive because ordinarily, Chazal wanted Shloite Kalab of Loitzia, which is why, according to the Mandama that holds Ksubas the Rabbanon, Chazal were massacring the Ksubas. It's very good for the man to not be incentivized or to be financially disincentivized from divorcing his wife. So, based on that, you could have thought to the contrary. The bigger the Ksuba, the merrier. But Chazal said that there also could have been a Svara, maybe even the playing field a little bit, Tamashmal, and that's the Kiddush, that we don't say that. In other words, no. If a person wants to be Moisif on the Ksuba, even a hundred Amana Moisif, that's something he's allowed to do. So, the Gemara, the Gemara makes a dick. When the Mishnah said that if the husband wants to add on the Ksuba, he's allowed to, which we saw now as a Kiddush, the Lashon in the Mishnah was not, if he wants to give her uh, a star that says that I'm going to promise and obligate myself to give all this. That's not what it said. The Lashon of the Mishnah was, if he wants to add on the Ksuba, says the Gemara, that subtle word that was used, versus I believe, is a riot to something Rav Eva said. That all the Tnaye Ksuba are Ksuba Dami. Now, up until now, we've been talking about the Tanai Ksuba. What's the Tanai Ksuba? Those are the things that are written in the Ksuba in addition to the obligation of the Messiah and the Mana that a husband has to provide to his wife. Meaning, when we think of Ksuba, 
you think of, oh, the Masayim Zos and the Mana. But really, there's a lot more to the Ksuba. That a lot more is known as the Tanai Ksuba. And Rav Eva, Yom Rav Yana, I said Tanai Ksuba Ksuba Dami. But the Gemara understands now that Tanai Ksuba Ksuba doesn't just mean all the Tanai Ksuba that we learned about in the end of the last parak. But what it also means is Toysfus Ksuba. That anything that the husband's Moisif on the Iker Ksuba, even that's going to be Ksuba Dami. Regardless, says the Gemara, that according to Rav Eva, of Rav Yana, the Lashon of the Gemara is beautiful. What does the mean? It means you have the ikr and you're being moisif. It's like the carbon mosif, right? There's lumdis that the carbon mosif wasn't just another carbon. It was a hoisafa. It was an add-on to the carbon tamid. And that's what's happening over here. It's not just a, an independent obligation that the husband decided that he wants to give that is punk getting a shout-out in the ksuba. It becomes part and parcel of the ksuba. And just like tonight ksuba is ksuba dami, so too toisfis ksuba is going to be so the reason Chazal used the word was to teach me this Chiddush, that Toysus Ksuba is like Tanai Ksuba and it's Kiksuba Dami. What's the Nafgemina? And the Gemara is about to mention, like Pachas for the Yoiser, 14 Nafgeminas by saying that Toysus Ksuba and Tanai Ksuba is Kiksuba Dami. Very Gishmak. Number one, That's simple. If a woman sells her Ksuba, she Writes a star, I'm selling my ksuba. What's included in the mechira? If Taisvis ksuba is ksuba, so it's included in the mechira. If Taisvis ksuba is not ksuba, it's not going to be included in the mechira. Number two, the mechalas. If she's moichel ksuba, same thing. If Taisvis ksuba is ksuba, that she's moichel to Taisvis ksuba as well. If not, not. Lemayretes. So lemayretes is something that we're going to learn about in the next parak, where the Mishnah mentions that if a woman is moirit, she rebels against her husband. A classic example is she refuses tashmish amito. So the halach is that chazal would be memayit. They would deduct from her ksuba. So they deduct literally as much as they have to deduct. The question is, would they deduct from the Toysvis Ksuba or not? If Toysvis Ksuba is Ksuba, so if they're deducting, they're going to deduct the Toysvis Ksuba as well. If it's Lav Ksuba, then it's a separate Chayv. If it's a separate Chayv, then the fact that she's my redness has no um, impact on that. Uli Pagemes. So Pagemes is a, a Mishnah later in Perakakoisev. The case is where a woman goes over to her husband and she's Teve the Ksuba. The husband said, I paid it already. And she's Moidabe Miktas. She says, You paid half. The Allah is, she has a din of Moidabe uh, Miktas on some level and she's Chayev Shvua. So, again, what happens if she was Pagemes in the Toysvis Ksuba? Do we look at it as if she's a Pagemes in the Ksuba as well? As a result, she's Chay Shvua Deirais or Shvua? Or do we not look at it that way? We learned in the last parak that a woman that's Toyveya her Ksuba so she loses the Mazinus. One of the Toy Ksubas is that when a man dies, but only until the Ksuba is paid or even if she's toiveya at the ksuba, that already would be enough for her to lose out. The Gemara said only a bezdin, but the point is, if she's toiveya at ksuba, that would already be enough for her to lose her mezayinah. So what happens if she was toiveya the toisvis ksuba? She wasn't toiveya the ksuba. She was toiveya the toisvis ksuba. If toisvis ksuba is ksuba, so she loses her mezayinah. If not, she's not going to lose her mezayinah. Ulay veris aldas. That's also a mishnah later in Perakamander, where we're going to see that a woman that's a veris aldas, if she does certain averos, then the halach is she loses her ksuba completely. Will she lose her toisvis ksuba? Will she not? Loser Taisis Ksuba. The Shvach. The is that a woman that collects her Ksuba, she could be Goyved Ksuba even from the Nechasa Mishubadah. Meaning, in the event that the husband had Karka at the time that he got married, he since sold the Karka. When she comes to collect the Ksuba, she can collect it even from that. However, the din is that it's only the Karka that he physically had at the time of the marriage that's Mishubad. But any Shvach, any appreciation that 
had happened to this field after the time they got married, that's not Meshubat. So the question is, this halacha, that, that ksuba, you can't be goiver from the shvach, is that true for the Taisis ksuba, or is it not true for the Taisis ksuba? L'shvur, Rashi says, There's a whole bunch of examples later in the parak where if a woman wants to collect the ksuba, she's going to have to swear. And the question is, is that true for the Taisis ksuba, or is it not true for the Taisis ksuba? Now Rashi asks an obvious kasha. Didn't we just mention Ula Pagemes, which we said is like a shvur smite of a mixas? So why do we have to have Pagemes singled out if we already have a, a category that's generally discussing all different shvurs? Ayn Rashi, who says it there, it's Ula Shviyas. Talacha Shviyas is Meshamet all Chayvis. Right? When you think of Shviyas, you think of two things. Number one, the Shemitah Skarka. You're not allowed to work the field, etc. But there's also something called Shviyas and Shemitah's Ksafen. Now, Shemitah's Ksafen knocks out all loans, with the exception of Aksuba. Aksuba doesn't get knocked out as a result of Shemitah. What about the Taisa's Ksuba? If it's a regular Hizchaivis, if it's a regular obligation, then once Shemitah comes, it's going to be out. You'd have to write a prosbol. If, however, it's looked at being part of the Ksuba, just like Shviyas doesn't impact the Ksuba, it's not going to impact the Taisa's Ksuba either. Levanov. Ligvois min hakarka. This is a, a Mishnah in Mesachtas Peya, it's a Sugi Mesachtas Baba Basra, where this is a man who did estate planning and he sat down and he wrote all his Nechassim are going to go to his children and then he was miyachit something for the Ksuba. So that Allah is, he has a right to do that and she's only going to be able to collect from that. What about the Taisa's Ksuba? If Taisa's Ksuba is Ksuba, so just like she can only collect the Ksuba from that, so too she'll only be able to collect the Taisa's Ksuba from that. If however, Taisa's Ksuba is Lafka Ksuba, then it's a regular obligation and it's outside the scope of these halachas. Minakarka. Ksuba you can only be given from Karka, not from Metalplan. Umin haziburis. Additionally, Ksuba, the woman can only be given from Ziburis. That's one of the examples Examples where a woman is yada ala tachtoyna when it comes to collecting her ksuba. So, in the event that the husband has different grades of property, ksuba you could only be goiva min aziburis. A balchayv ordinarily could be goiva min habeninis. And that's the question. If you look at Taisis ksuba like a chayv, then you could be goiva from the beninis. If you look at it as ksuba, then you can only be goiva from the ziburis. Additionally, the cholzman shehi bevesavia. This is also a sugi. Rashi says it's a mishnah kaman daf kuf dalad amaral. Very interesting halacha. The halacha is that a woman, if she's living together with the yarshim, she can be goiver her ksuba whenever she wants. If she leaves the house of the Yarshem, and now she's living Pavesavia, so then there's a statute of limitations up until when she could be goiver her ksuba. The number is 25 years. The Gemara over there discusses the number. But that's what the number is. It's Chafei Shanim. What about the Taisis Ksuba? Is it also subject to this funny halacha of 25 years? If Taisis Ksuba is Ksuba, then yeah. If not, not. And finally, as it relates to the halachos of ksubas benin dichren, the question is, would there be ksubas benin dichren with regards to the toysvis ksuba, or would there not be ksubas benin dichren with regards to the toysvis ksuba? The bottom line is, the Gemara said, like pachas for yoiser, 14 nafgaminas in this shiloh. Whether we look at the toysvis ksuba as being part of the ksuba or not, What's the bottom line? So Rav Eva Yom Rabbi Yanai said tonight Ksuba Ksuba Dami, and the Gemara felt that the lashon of the Mishnah is very meduyik that way, because the lashon of the Mishnah was in Ratzal Lachosif Afilu Meimana Yosef, and in the lashon of the Gemara Ratzal Lichtev Laloiketani Elo Ratzal Lachosif, meaning it's considered a Hosef, it's treated just like the Mano Masayim, just like the Mano Masayim is Ksuba, and it's subject to all these halachas. So to the Tosfos Ksuba is going to be subject to all these halachas as well. So the next Gemara. 
is going to continue to discuss laws related to Ksubis, specifically four different Machloikasin that apparently was the source of a tumul in Bavel back in the day, specifically between the Tamid Chachamim that lived in Pompadisa and the Tamid Chachamim that lived in Masa Machasi. So we would need a little bit of a history class and a geography class to better appreciate what we're about to learn. But really, this is, these are Lamdish Shailas, and we're just going to learn the Gemara. Zok the Gemara Itmar, Ksubas Benindichrin. As it relates to Ksubas Benindichrin, so let's just chazer over. What's Ksubas Benindichrin? A woman brought an Adunya into her marriage. She died, her husband Yarshin her. Then the husband died, his sons Yarshin him. Ordinarily, if you would have five sons, let's say, from three different wives, so it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, they're all his sons, and they're all going to equally yarshin this Yerusha. However, Chazal said that the Nedunya that she brought into her marriage, when he dies, should go over to the sons that he had with that particular wife. The Gemara and Daf Nun days on the days discussed in detail why Chazal made this takana based on a pasuk in Yirmiyo. But the bottom line is, is that that's the basic halacha of Ksubas Pnindichin. Zok the Gemara Itmar as it relates to the halacha of Ksubas Pnindichin. A very fundamental question. Pumpedusay Omri in Pumpedisa they said loytarfami meshabti. The halacha is that the boys that are coming to Yarshin their mothers nudunyo from their father they can be Yerushnit, but they can't be Torifit from the Meshubadim. And the reason is Yarsuntanan, because if you read the Loshan of the Ksuba, which we've been Darshaning for the last several Dathan, so the Loshan is that they're going to Yarshan anything that they got from uh, their father that was originally their mother's, and by Yerusha there's no halacha of taking from the Meshubadim. B'nei Masa Mechasi, Amri Masa Mechasi, they said, Tarfami Meshabdi, you could be Tarif from the Meshabdi, and Yarsun, Yasvuntran, they had a different gears in the Mishnah. They didn't have the gears in the Tanai Ksubas being Yarsun, but the gears they had was Yisfun. And being that it's Yisfun, they looked at these boys as being Epis of Balchayv. And a Balchayv could be Tarif from the Meshubadim, the Hilchas, what's the Allah, Loi Tarfami Meshabdi, you're not Tarif from Meshabdi, because the right gears in the Loshan of the Ksuba, and the Mishnah is Yarsun, as a result, if it's Yerusha, therefore they're not going to be able to get. So just to explain the Gemara a little bit better, the shail over here is that what happens if a man had yarshened his wife's Nadunya and then he died, and at the time that he died, he didn't have money anymore for the sons to take the Ksubas Ben But at the time that he yarshened the Nadunya, he obviously did have the money. So where did it all go? He yarshened Karka, he sold it. This is 20 years later. So the question is, could they now go to the Mishubadim and say, Rebbe, this is mine, Ksubas Ben or not? What's the Shailah? The Shailah is, do we look at Ksubas Ben as just a, a manipulated type of Yerusha? I mean, at the end of the day, these boys are taking it as Yarshim. Now, it's a disproportionate Yerusha. Ordinarily, Yerusha would be divided equally amongst all the sons. Over here, it's being divided disproportionately. But at the end of the day, the schus that these boys have is to take it as a Yerush. So, mean that the schus that they have to take it as a Yerush, a Yerush can't be tired from the Mishubadim. If a man was once a Gvir, and then he doesn't have anything anymore. Now, all of a sudden, the sons are going to come, and they're going to go to the Mishubadim and say, you know, this was once my father's. Yeah, he sold it to me 19 years ago. What do you want from me, right? So, rather, they won't be able to be tired now from the Mishubadim. Because Yerush so if we look at them as being Yarshim, which in Svara seems like that's the way it is, so they wouldn't be able to be tired from the Meshubadim. However, there were those, specifically in Masa Mechasia, who held Tarfimi Meshabdi. Because over there, they looked at 
the gather of Ksubas Ben is that we look at the father as if he's a Balchayv right now to these sons. Being that he got it from their mother, although he yarshened it, but the way the Hefka Bez and Hefka works is that we look at him as if he has some sort of Chayv. He has to pay them up. If he sold it now, so they can come and they could say, we were a Balchayv. As a result, now you have to give it to us. You would be able to be a for the Meshavad. That was the Machoikis between the Pumpedusoy and the Yidim from Masa Mechasya, the Hilchas that we paskin, like the, Lishna, the Loshan of the Mishnah that we had in Daphne Bez and the Bez years from tonight. And as a result, you wouldn't be able to take it. Second Shiloh. Metautali ve'isnu be'inayu. The loch is that habali par minachsi yisoyim and loyte par Right? Anytime somebody comes to take payment, you're a balchayiv. Even if you're a woman coming to collect your ksuba, you always have to swear. Shvud rabbanu, but there's always a chiv to swear. And the reason is it's a sugi later and mesachdis ksubas is because we're worried emet shari atvasa. You know, we're assuming that the husband never paid this loan, or the father never paid up these balichay, but. Do we really know? Maybe he gave him a stash of uh, money and really it was paid up. So we don't know for sure that it wasn't paid up. So because there's a, a concern of Tzrari Atfasa, so it's for that reason, if you're coming to pay, you swear. Meaning we can't be high as Tzrari Atfasa and tell you, I'm sorry, you're never going to get paid. So what's the Eitzah? This is always the Eitzah. Shvur, that's why you find in the Torah there's a few examples of Shvur, right? The three Shvurs that rises and there's many examples of Shvur the Rabban. Chazal used the Shvur as a way to work out these types of situations. So the halach is, if a woman's coming to collect her ksuba, she would have to swear. So with that backdrop, there was a big machloikis between the Yidin, again in Pumpadisa, the Yidin, Masa Mechasio, says, what would be if the father, the husband, or to the wife, to the amana, and the father to the assignment, had designated metaltalin, that this metaltalin I want should be the payment for the ksuba. He literally set something aside. Everybody knew that in that vault he has money set aside, he has metaltalin set aside, and that's what's going to be used to pay up. And we have it. It's poshadir. So the Allah is, she doesn't have to swear. You give it to her, why not? Because the whole point of swearing is, is but over here, this is the tsari. This is exactly what he had designated. And as a result, there's no reason to swear. The question is, less what happens if we know that he had set something aside, but it was never, it's not here anymore. And now she's coming to collect payment. Does she get, does she have to swear, does she not have to swear? What's the shaila? The shaila is, the whole reason to make her swear is because there was maybe tsari. Over here, we don't think there was tsari. Why not? Because we know he had designated something. And we know she doesn't have that, let's say. We know it was never. But the point is, we know for a fact. Now, punk, it's not here. But why should that be a difference? Everyone agrees if it's here. So if it's not here, maybe also not. Believe it or not, that was a shaila. Pumpadisa, Yamri, and Pumpadisa, they said, You're right, in this case, you don't have to swear. It makes a lot of sense. Because at the end of the day, we know for sure this is the Tzari. However, in Moslem Mechasio, Amri they said, with a shvur, Rashi doesn't explain why, the hilchisa and dalachis below shvur, dalachis you would not need a shvur like the yidin and pumpadisa held. Another case, what happens if the man again was put, he designated something that this is going to be payment for the, for the ksuba? It wasn't a tautalin. In this case, it was karka. Okay, he wrote up a star, and in the star, he was miyached. The karka, meaning he identified the parcel of land, and he, ident- he identified it 
with Mitzarim on all four sides. Said to the east, it's this, to the west, it's that, this is the block, this is the lot, right? He worked it all out. In that case, for sure, she doesn't have to swear. Why? Because this is what was identified for the Ksuba. It's like there's no concern of a Mitzrayi Atvasa. And as a result, she can take her Ksuba without swearing. What happens if he identified the piece of property, but it was only on one Metzer, it was only on one side, so he identified it, but it was a little shvach the way he identified it. At the end of the day, we know for sure this is what he had in mind for the Ksuba. So why would you make her swear? But a Masamachasi, they held the Shvua, that no, even there, she would have to swear. The Hilchas of the Alachas below Shvua, she doesn't have to swear. Now, why would she have to swear over there? So there the Pshat is because we're concerned that being that when he identified the property, he didn't make it so clear. He didn't do it on all four Mitzarim. So, it, there's a little bit of a weakness in what he identified. So therefore, there's a chashash that maybe he also identified something else. I mean, the whole concept is a man's not going to designate, maybe that's a better word, a man's not going to designate two different things for payment of the ksuba. So if he designated this, so why would you assume he designated something else? So if there was metalton v'esnu, for sure there's no concern. Metalton v'lesnu, I hear a little bit. If it's karka and he identified it on all four sides, so we know for sure this is what he designated. The question is, being that he only identified the property on one side, it's not such a clear designation, so therefore there is a tzad, maybe it could be there was something else, but the bottom line is in this case, you wouldn't have to swear. And finally, the fourth case, the man tells Adam, I want you to write a star, sign the star, and I want you to give it to, to Ploini. So this is a man, Rashi says, he's giving a matnas karka, kagoyin. Not only a matnas karka, but some beispiel. Kikoin a matnas karka. So this man goes over to, to a few Yidin and he says, listen, I want to give somebody matana. I want to give him a, a piece of karka. Will you do me a toivel? Will you write it up in a shtar? Karka's nickness b'shtar. I want you to write it up in a shtar and I want you to sign the shtar and then you should go and take the shtar and you should have it handed over to him. So the Allah is like this. Kanu If... They were coining it already from this person. Meaning the person that's giving the matana didn't just give them the star, but he was makna the star. Now, how would that work? Could you be makna something to somebody else if that person never told you that he wants it? The answer is if it's a schus, you could. And this is certainly a schus. Who doesn't want to own a piece of karka? So in that case, at that point, if they were makna to him, there's nothing to, to do, meaning everything is done. However, in the event that he wasn't magnet to these Edim, over there, again, the Edim, these people would not have to go back to the man and say, are you sure you're okay with this? However, they said, you would have to go and make sure, Rashi, you have to make sure that that this person didn't change his mind. The hilchas of the loch is tzarechem luchebe. It's the one time we pass on the You do have to check and you have to make sure that this person is still is still in the presence of where this is something that he wants to do. Now, it's an interesting halacha, right? So basically, he told Shluchim, do me a favor, write up a star, sign it, and then go give it to, to Pliny. They go, they write up the star, everything's ready to go. You have to go back and say, are you sure about it? Now, you ever have such a halacha? Maybe get Medina Sayam. So he has to go back before he gives the get and say, are you sure you want to divorce your wife? Right? We'd be running in circles forever. So 
Avadana. What's the Pshat? The Pshat is over here, the Rishonim speak out because it's a shtickle and umdana over here. Because really, if you want it so badly, if you were a hundred percent sure that you wanted to be makna this over, the point is you would have given it to him this second using the halach of Zachim Ladim Shleib So, from the fact that you didn't do that, it's a little bit of a reyasa. And it's for that reason, in this case, but ordinarily, of course, there's no such halacha that a shliach that was appointed as a shliach to do something, he would have to go back and ask him, Are you sure this is something that you want to do? And this, is, and this concludes. The Gemara's discussion of the first of the three parts of the Mishnah. So we're moving along. The next part of the Mishnah discuss what happens if a woman was Nisarmala in Nisgarsha, Min Ha'erisen. So if she's Nisarmala in Nisgarsha, Min Anasun, that's easy. All the halachas of Ksuba are full in effect. The question is what happens if she was Nisarmala in Nisgarsha, Min Ha'erisen. So the Tanakhama, the Chama of the Mishnah say, Goyves Akoyal. Rabbi Lozman Azariah said, no. All she's going to get is the Ikiksuba. She's not going to get the Taisvis Ksuba. Why not? The frat, we just said Taisvis Ksuba is Ksuba. That's the whole first part of the laugh. So why wouldn't she collect the Taisvis Ksuba? So Rabbi Lozman Azariah explained, and he said, Because we assume that when he gave the Taisvis Ksuba, he only gave it and it's for that reason the halacha is she's not going to get it. Now the topic of the next part of the daf is going to be the svar of Rabbi Lozav and Azariah. And the Gemara's approach to the svar of Rabbi and Azariah is going to be that it's a little bit of a chiddush. And the reason is because at the end of the day this man gave his wife a ksuba. And in the ksuba he promised in addition to the Messiah Zoz, he promised another meyamana. The ksuba goes into effect immediately. She collects the Iker ksuba. So she can't get the Taisus ksuba. Now, if you would say it, that's one thing. But he never stipulated it. Which means, in theory, we shouldn't even care if he thought it. So, if that's the case, then why should she not get the entire ksuba? So, Rabbi Lazim and Azari said, because there's a svara. There's a svara, like Kosav. So what exactly is the svara? Like, there's a svara? Shouldn't you have to speak it out? Maybe you should have to make a t'nai? Like, how exactly does this work? So the answer, really, it's a short answer, it's one word, it's umdana. There's something called umdana. Umdana is that if we know for sure that that's what you're thinking, even if you don't say it, it's as if you said it. Now, how that works in Lundas, believe it or not, we'll see this a little in tomorrow's daf, even though tomorrow's daf is going to be a, a different sugya, but we'll see it a little bit in tomorrow's daf. It goes into the Lundas of how Tanayim worked, Varm Shabalev, some of the biggest sugyas in Shas. But the bottom line is, is it works with this concept of umdana. And the Gemara's approach now to the Machloikis Tanakam of Azariah is maybe the Machloikis is whether we go Basar Umdana or we don't go Basar Umdana. Which means we're taking this Machloikis from being a very micro Machloikis to being a Machloikis that literally Oymid it has ramifications in Kolotarakul in every single Sugi and Shas. Meaning they're not simply arguing whether in Arusa has Toysvis Ksuba, but they're arguing whether we go Basar Umdana or we don't go Basar Umdana. That's big picture what the Gemara is about to do. Zok the Hilgi Gemara. Itma Rav Virab Nasin. There was Machloikis between Rav. Rav and Rav Nassin. We don't know who said what. But what we do know is, Chadam, our one said, Halachik Rav Lozman Azariah, the Halachas like Rav Lozman Azariah, Chadam, the other one said, Ein Halachik Rav Lozman Azariah, that Halachas not like Rav Lozman Azariah. So, the Gemara, Testai, and the Rav Nassin, who done Halachik Rav Lozman Azariah, I bring you a raya, that it's Rav Nassin that said Halachas like Rav Lozman Azariah, the Shamid, the Rav Nassin, because we know for a fact, 
that Rabbi Lozman has, that Rabbi Nassim holds that you go Basu Umdana. And being that we know Rabbi Nassim goes Basu Umdana, and the whole Yisoyed of Shittas Rabbi Lozman Azari is that he goes Basu Umdana, so it's Mestabit that Rabbi Nassim is the one that sent Halach Rabbi Lozman Azari. Now, where do you find that Rabbi Nassim holds you go Basu Umdana? Completely different. Sugya, Mimerchak Tavilachna. We just said, if the Sugya is a Sugya of Umdana, then you can Shtaltsu Kalatarakula. The Omer Rabbi Nassim, Rabbi Nassim said, Halacha Kurab Shimon Shazuri Bimasukin. The Halacha is like Rabbi Shimon Shazuri. When it comes to a mesukin, ubetrumas meiser shall demai, and Allah is also like Reb Shimon Shizuri when it comes to the laws of trumas meiser shall demai. So, what are these two halachas? So, the first halach is talking about a man who is a mesukin. This man is very, very ill. He's deathly ill, and he went to a soifer and he said, "Kisfu get ishti. I want you to write a get for my wife." But he never told the the soifer or the edim that are going to sign this get. That Tanu, you should give it to my wife. Rabbi Shimon Shazuri says that it's Pashit that this man really wants to divorce his wife. I mean, he's about to die. So what, he's saying, kiss, forget, lishi, I'm going to think about it? There's nothing to think about at this point. So Balkarchach, that's what he wants to do. I never said Tanu get lishi. Probably because he was tarud, he's mavulvul, he's not in the best state of mind. And as a result, it's for that reason he didn't say it. But the bottom line is, Rav Shemesh Azuri says a chiddush. He says, even though ordinarily you can't give a get to somebody's wife unless he tells you, he makes you a shliach to go do it. But over here, in this case, if a person was a mesukin and he said, kids will get ishti, even though he didn't say, tenu get ishti, the halach is, you can give it. That's the first halach. What's the second halach? Betrumas meister shall demai. The halach is that if somebody buys Paris from an Amoritz, he has to be mafrish meistris midirabana. Meaning, midiraisa, there's a roiv that says, roiv amiyaritz ma'asr name. However, midirabana, he has to be mafrish meister. Now, if he's mafrish meister, then he'll have to take the meiser, give it to the levi, and the levi's going to have to be mafresh, trumas meiser. On the case where Rabbi Shimon Shazuri opined was where uh, levi had trumas meiser, and the trumas meiser became a duma. It got mixed up with different payers that he had. Now, ordinarily, the sheer medum of trumas meiser is, is meya, it's, it's a very big share. And he didn't have the right share, which means that he's going to end up messing everything up. So, Rabbi Shemesh Azuri said a chiddush. He said, if you want, go to the Amaretz and ask him. He said, Rabbi, just be honest with me. Please, do me a taiva. This is very important. Did you give my sir before I bought this from you or not? If he says, yeah, you could trust him. Now, ordinarily, you can't trust him. Rabbi Shemesh Azuri said you could. Now, Rashi Grada brings the whole arichas in the Mishnah Masech Tizdamai. Rashi brings that the Chachamim, who were chaylik Rabbi Shemesh Azuri, were only chaylik if it was a weekday. If it's Shabbos, we say, Ema Shabbos is on the Amaretz, and you would trust Amaretz. Rabbi Shimon Shazuri's Chiddush is that you trust him even during the week. Either way, Rabbi Nossin said there's two sheets of Rabbi Shimon Shazuri, one in Hilchis Gittin, the other one in Hilchis Demai. Halachak Rabbi Shimon Shazuri, Saibim, Esukin, and Hilchis Gittin, and Snaibim, Chumas, Maiser, Shal Demai, as it relates to the laws of night. Now, which one of these two halachas do we need? We need the first one, obviously. We need the halach of Mesukin. In other words, what's Rabbi Shimon Shazuri saying? That even though the man never said to get the but we know there's an umdana that that's what he wants to do. So even though he didn't say it, it's as if he said it. Now, Rav Nassim passed him like Rav Shimon Shazuri. That means Rav Nassim holds, you go basa umdana. Zok the Gemara, oh, Meridik. If he holds, you go basa umdana here, he'd probably hold, you go basa umdana as it relates to whether or not the Arus is entitled to Toysvah's Ksuba. Zok the Gemara, so if it was Rav, Rav Nassim, one said Allah is like Rav Lezben Azari, the other one said Allah is not like Rav Lezben Azari. Testayim, the Rav Nassim, who the Omer, Allah is like Rav Lezben Azari, because even though we don't have one piece of information 
Mishnah of one Maimer that Rabnasan ever said in Hilchis Ksubis, but we know something he said in Hilchis Gerishin, Halachik Rab Shimon Shizuri Bimasukin, and the fundamental principle that underlies that sheet as Shimon Shizuri is the same as what underlies Rabbi Lazman Azariah, therefore it's Mistaber that it's Rabnasan. If that's the case, what emerges? Rabnasan holds that Allah is like Rabbi Lazman Azariah, Rav holds not. Rav Nassim holds you go basu umdina. Rav, therefore, by process of elimination, holds not. So the Gemara for Rav loy ozel basur umdina. Does Rav not go basur umdina? Now there's so many memories in Shas from Rav. So you would think you'd be able to find somewhere in Shas that Rav said something about going basur umdina. So the Gemara for Itmar we learned mat nashiv mira shekasuv bakinyan. So another halacha again another daf here where you have the whole Shas pattern in this daf right the fourteen nafkaminas. I mean all the the halach is that a shchidmerah, who again is a man that's lying on his death, deathbed, if he says that I want you to give this to Ploini and this to Yenim, divrei shchidmerah is kichsuvim v'chimsurim dami. So we are ordinarily halacha would require you to write it and then to do a mesira to give it. When it comes to divrei shchidmerah, the words itself are kichsuvim v'chimsurim dami. Where else do you find such a concept? Hektish. Amir Ligvaya is Kimisir Lahadi. But Divre Shivmara is Kirsuvim Vikhim Surim Dami. Incidentally, there's other Khidushim as it relates to Divre to uh, Amatna Shivmara and to Divre Shivmara, but the most basic is that Divrei Shchivmera is Kichsuvim Vichim Surim Dami. So ordinarily you would have to do a Kenyan, a Shchivmera doesn't have to do a Kenyan. So over here we had a very strange situation. There was a Matna Shchivmera, Shekasaba Kenyan. So the Shchivmera was sitting on his deathbed and he's saying, you're going to get this, you're going to get that. And then he said, Shrabasarup, write it down. And they wrote down that there was a Kenyan. In English, there was a Kenyan. That's really all we need. So, Shekasaba Kenyan is not the punchline. There was a Kenyan. That's the punchline. So, the Shechimra said, I wanted to be a Kenyan. So, Bevei Rav, in the Yeshiva of Rav, Mishmei de Rav, in the name of the Rosh Yeshiva Rav, Amri, they said, Arkevatre Rikshi. We have to look at this as if it's both. Actually, he explains what the marshal of Arkava Atre Rikshi is. Literally, two horses. But the point is, is that we look at it as if it's a Matna Shchivmera, because he was a Shchivmera, but then again, they made a Kenyan. And once they made a Kenyan, they give it a little bit the status as if it's a, 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 a transaction that requires a Kenyan. is going to explain. The Shmuel Shmuel said, I don't know what to do with this situation. To me, Rav said it's both. To me, I'm confused because it's, it's a Shchimera, but he's not treating it like a Matna Shchimera. He made a Kenyan, but then again, he is a Shchimera. So Rav said, both and Shmuel said, The Gemara explains. In Rabs, Yeshiva, they said, because they held, We look at it as if it's a Matnas Bari, we look at it as a Matnas Shimmer. In what way do we look at it as a Matnas Bari? If he has a Rafua, he won't be able to be Chayzer. One of the Chidusha Meshchivmara is, is that if a Shchivmara gives away everything and then all of a sudden he has this Mamish Rafua Kreivalavai, he has this Yeshua, so that Allah is, he gets to take everything back. This person, because he made a Kenyan, so he gave it status of a Matnas Bari. Matnas Bari, you can't be Chayzer. Harek Matnas Shchivmara, we also look at it as a Matnas Shchivmara. How so? Shim Omar, Halvaasi Leplaini, Halvaasi Leplaini. The Allah is that a Bari can't be Makna alone to somebody else. So if he's a, a Malva, he can't take Take that loan and be magnet, even with a Kenyan. There's ways to do it, but not with a regular kid, like a Kenyan Suda, for example, wouldn't be able to pull it off. A Shchidmera, one of the Chedushim is, he could be Makna, even with Diburim Ba'alma. So we look at it as a Makna, Shchidmera, Lemoshel, as it relates to that Allah. But the bottom line is, the way Rav approached this situation, this is a Shchidmera, who didn't have to make a Kenyan, he decided to make a Kenyan. So we look at him, not as if he loses and relinquishes all the rights of a, of a Shchidmera, but to the contrary, on... 
some level he retains his status as Shchiv as it relates to the Matna Shchiv but then again, he's also a Shtikl Matna Zbari. V'shmul Shmuel said, Lo Yodana my Edom, but I don't know what to do with this, because Shemal Legomel HaKnoitzi El Beshtar, Ve'en Shtar Lachamisa. He said, I'm afraid a little bit that maybe he Dafka wanted the Kenyan, and he wanted the Kenyan to be Chal after the Misa, and that's already not something that can work. What we need is just one part of this Gemara. It's a heavy Gemara with long Taisvus, right? Every time there's a short Amit of Gemara, it usually is good when you're learning Dafyaymi, but if you're learning a Be'in, you know, there's big Taisvus over here. So there's a lot happening here. But what we just need is one piece. We just need that Rav Shita is, that Rav goes deep into the psychology of this person. And he says, one second, he's a Shchivmerah, but he wanted a Kenyan. So he probably didn't want to lose his status of Shchivmerah, but at the same time, he wants to have the certain milers of, of doing it as if it was a Kenyan. It's like this, if he's ever Oymid Michaya, he won't be able to be Chayza, but he will be able to be Makna Havaz, and there are other Nafkaminas as well. Rav seems to be going into the Umdin Daitoy of the person. In other words, Rav Shita seems to be that we go Basa Umdin. That's Rav's approach here, that we're looking at what was this person probably thinking. Al Kopanim, Tain is the Gemara. So if you're going to tell me that. Chadam Chadam. Rav Nosson is the one that passes like Rabbi Lazar Azari because Rav Nosson holds you go basa umdina because Rabbi Lazar said Allah Kriv Shem Shizuri bin Masukin. That would mean Rav doesn't go basa umdina. Lachayruf from this sheet of Rav, it would seem that Rav is the also holds go basa umdina. Just to read Rashi's lashon to explain the Gemara a little bit better. Two lines from the bottom. The Shamina Mios the Rav basa umdina also. You see from here the Rav goes basa umdina. Shaoi meidaito shalze the larkva tre richshiyafa. The way Rav approached this sugi is that we assume that's what he was thinking. Even though he never said him a furish. Still you can go ahead and be moitzi moment. The last three words is moitzi a little in the punchline. The point is, if you can be moitzi moment based on this shtikl taira, it means you go basa umdina. Because to be moitzi moment is almost impossible. You can't even be moitzi moment with a roiv and a chazaka and all of a sudden now you're being moitzi moment. So obviously Rav is so confident that this is what he's thinking, he's also Basa Umdana, so how could you tell me it's Rav Nosson that held like the Allah, like Rav Nazar, because he's the one that goes Basa Umdana, as if to say Rav doesn't go Basa No, they both go Basa Umdana. So we're still stuck over here. Who held the Allah, like Rav Nazar? So they both are Asli Basa Umdana. Say Rav Nosson, no, Asli Basa Umdana. You know Rav Nosson's also Basa Umdana, because Allah, Karabshim, and Shazuri, and Masuki. You know Rav is also Basa Umdana from his Allah with regards to the Shimras. What's the man? The one that said, whoever it is, we don't know who. But the one that said that Allah is like Rabbi Lazar ben Azari is very good. Oh, he holds Basa Umdana. Rabbi Lazar ben Azari's halach is predicated on going Basa Umdana. So it's all good. The one that said that Allah is not like Rabbi Lazar ben Azari. It's not because he holds you don't go Basa Umdana. Of course he go Basa Umdana. He's being chaylik on the Umdana. We understood when we started the sugya. What's the machlokes for Blazman Azari and the Chachamim? You go Basa Umdana. You never go Basa Umdana. Meaning we took for granted for sure there's an Umdana. For sure, we assume that these that the husband does not want to give the toys to Ksuba unless there's going to be an assume. The Gemara says, not everybody held that way. Tanakama was chaylik. Tanakama held, of course you go bas under, but I don't necessarily know that that under is correct. You know why? Because I hold that the reason the husband gave all this toys for Ksuba was mishum ekruve daito. It's because he's just so happy to be married. And even if it's only Erison, he wants 
that he should be noisachain in her eyes, and that's the reason that he's doing this, but not necessarily because of the Nesuin. The Erisin alone is enough of a reason. And if that's the case, once there was Erisin, you had the Kirif Das, once you had the Kirif Das, at that point, you would have to pay up the Ksuba. In other words, just to put a little bit of a recap on this, is what we're saying is, is that the Machleikis with Lazar and Azariah and the Tanakhama, the Gemara and the Havamina thought, they're arguing in Kala Terukula, Yego Basu Umdana, Nako Basu Umdana. But the Maskonas Gemara, the Gemara says that's not the case. Could be Tanakhama and Rabbi Lazar and Azariah were both if that's the case, what's the Machlaikis? The Machlaikis is, what is the Umdana? Rabbi Laz ben said, there's an Umdana that he only gave it to her, Almanas Lekoinsa, Almanas is going to be on the Suen, whereas the Tanakhama said, no, that there's going to be a Kir of Das, which is something that's going to happen, it'll be manifest through the Erison, that in of itself is going to be enough. And how did the Gemara know that's the Machlaikis? The Gemara proved it, because Rav and Rav Nasser, one of them held is not like Rav Laz ben And we know both of them are Azul Basar Umdana. So the Gemara tells us a little bit of a postscript to this Machlaikis. Zok the Gemara, Yosef Rav Chanina Kara, Rav Chanina, who was a big Baki in Mikra, he was sitting in Rav Yana, in the presence of Rav Yana, and he said, Halacha ki Rav Laz ben he said, the Allah is like Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Oh, my Rabbi Yana, I told him, Puk kari krach lebara. Go take all your tires and all your mikra. This is not really mikra, but all your tires and say it outside base measures. Why? Because ain't halacha like Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Because the Allah really is not like Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Oh, Rabbi Yitzchak bar Avdimi. Rabbi Yitzchak bar Avdimi said, Mishum Rabbeinu, in the name of Rabbeinu, halacha like Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. We'll get back to that in a second. Also, Oh, Rabbi Nachman, Oh, Rabbi Nachman said, in the name of Shmuel, Allah like Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Rabbi Nachman, Nidea, Rabbi Nachman himself said, ain't halacha like Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Unardai, Mishmed, Rabbi Nachman, Amin, Ardoi, said the name Rabbi Nachman, Allah Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Avak after lot Rav Nachman v'amar kol dainer the donk Rav Lazar ben Azariah hachiv hachid havi. And even though Rav Nachman said that any dain that's going to pass like Rav Lazar ben Azariah, the Gemara doesn't even want to say what happens. Hachiv hachid havi. This and this should happen. I feel hachiv still the halachas Rav Lazar ben Azariah. The halacha lemaisa. What is the bottom line? Rashi says hashas kaposik. The Gemara is passing. What is the bottom line? Bottom line is that halacha is kirav Lazar ben Azariah. So we said that there's one thing we'll get back to. That in the course of all the different Amairoim that are discussing this halacha, Omer of Yitzchak Baravdimi Mishum Rabbeinu, halacha Krablaz Ben Azai. So who's Rabbeinu? So Rashi says one word, Rav. Toysva says, Pirish Bekuntris, Rabbeinu is Rav, the Kosho. If that's the case, you know Rav's halacha. If Rabbi Yitzchak Baravdimi said in the name of Rav that the halacha is like Krablaz Ben Azariah, so what happened with the whole previous Gemara? Here we had a Gemara. Did he say it or did he say it? We weren't sure if Rab said the Lux like Rabbi Lazar Azai, or Rab Dawson said not, or vice versa. It's a Mufurisha Gemara. So, how all of a sudden are we not sure? So, Zaktaisis must be Rabbeinu is not Rav, but Rabbeinu is Rabbeinu Akkadish. That Rabbeinu is really, it's Rebbe. Rabbeinu is Rabbi Huda Anasi. But I saw in the Shem Oilam from Rabbi Margolis, he says, it's very nice, that's the way Toysus learned. But Rashi didn't learn that way. Rashi learned it was Rav. And vice says Rashi held that even though the Gemara, the stomach, the Shas, Taku was unsure of who said what. But you see that Rabbi Yisach Baravdimi obviously had a Messiah that it must have been Rav. And this is like a Kenech. We talk a lot about this whole Shem Oilam and this whole uh, Inyan. But this is a, a nice little Hosafa that here you have in the Gemara itself where the stomach, the Gemara seemed to have left this unresolved. And... Later, as a postscript to the whole discussion, the Gemara actually brings up an Amoira who did have a Messiah as to who said what. Might as well finish the Sugya. Sakti Gemara. Boy, Ravin. 
Rovin had a Shiloh. So again, we have Machloikis, Rav Elazman Azariya, and the Tanakam. As it relates to Toysfus Ksubo, Nisar Moloi Niskar Shomino Erisin. Does she get the Toysfus Ksubo, or does she not get the Toysfus Ksubo? According to the Tanakam, she does. And according to Rav Elazman Azariya, she doesn't. And Pshan Rav Elazman Azariya is, because he holds like Kosav, La, Ela, Amanas Lekainza. He did it Amanas Lekainza. So by Rovin, Rovin had a Shiloh. Nichnasul Chopa, Veloi Nivala. What would be if there was a Chopa? However, there was never a beer. Mal. What would be the Allah then? So she didn't die in the Erisen. She died after the Nesuin. But before the beer, does she get the toys for Suba? Does she not? What's the Shaila? When we say that he gave it to Amanasa Kainsa, did he mean Nesuin? There was a Hasana, there was Nesuin. Or did he mean beer? There was never a beer in Shaila. That's the Shaila. So I'm going to write the Tony Rav Yosef. Because Rav Yosef had the following Brysa. Rav Yosef's Brysa said, Right? The Gemara does what it always does. So we have an Iboya had to understand the Mishnah. So let's bring a Brysa. Maybe the Brysa will be Moisef a word. That's going to be helpful. Who had this Brysa? Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef is a Sinai. Like Rav Sheshit's Tini Suas throughout Shas, Tani Rav Yosef throughout Shas. Rav Yosef knew Brysas, nobody knew. That's why he was the great Sinai. But either way, so Rav Yosef had a Brysa, and the Brysa said, So the Gemara says like this this, this language is different than the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, This is Chibas Lailo Harishan. Yeah, but Bishlam Chibas Chupa. Bishlam, if you're going to tell me that, what did he mean, Chibas Chupa, Hainudama Lailo Harishan? That's the emphasis of Chibas Lailo Harishan. What's Lailo Harishan? The Chupa. The Chupa happens one time. There's no second chuppah. El i am rechibas bia kainim. But if you're going to tell me it's chibas bia bia belayla harishin, isn't it kam beilach lessa bia? You don't only have belayla harishin, you have bia later as well. So from the fact that we're using the lotion of belayla harishin, that would seem to imply that we mean the chuppah and we don't mean the bia. The Gemara says, "El my chuppah." So you tell me it means chuppah, right? Because it says belayla harishin and belayla harishin's mashma chuppah. But the Gemara says chuppah belayla isa bia mamalessa. The word belayla I don't like because chasinus could be during the day. Now bia is supposed to be a night. So you're telling me Horishoin is Mashma Chupa. But Laila is actually Mashma Faker. It's Mashma Bia. According to you, is that true? Bia, but Laila used to be Mama Lassa. Bia is only Mutter at night. It's not Mutter during the day. That is true. It's not supposed to be in daylight or it's not supposed to be under light. But at the same time, as long as it's a Bia Safel, as long as it's dark like it is usually at night, so then the Halach is, it's going to be Mutter. So the truth is, Laila of Shach doesn't work because if it's Chopa, Chopa could be during the day, and if it's Bia, Bia could also be during the day. But the Mar says, Holy Kasha, that's not a Kasha. I'll tell you that really it means Bia, and that's why we use the word Laila because Oyrech Ara Kamash Melanda, Bia Balaila, Bia is something that usually happens at night. But if it's Chopa, then why would it be Laila? So, in other words, what the Gemara is saying is, is there's a little bit conflicting Mashmois over here because Laila's Mashma Bia and Harishoin is mashma chupa. And the Gemara is asking it. The Gemara wanted to prove from the Braiser of Yosef that it's chupa because it said Harishoin. If it's chupa, then you have to answer Laila. What would be Laila? But the Gemara says, no, it's not a kasha. Laylam Harishoin is a good dick. And Harishoin is mashma chupa. I will ask me a question. Why does it say Laila? Bishlam, if it's B, I understand Laila. But if it's chupa, not chupa, not me like kasha. Because given the stam chupa lebiyakaima, being that the chupa usually is lebiyakaima, right? So therefore, there's an Eirechari. They used to be at night as well, right? So they used to make the chup at night as well. It seems like that was some sort of Eirechari. But the bottom line is, that it would seem a little bit from this b'raisa that it's chibas chupa and it's not 
Chibas Bia, because of the Lashin of Shalai Kosavlo, Ella Al Chibas Laila Harishai. Laila is a little more Mashma Bia, but the Gemara was able to do Eris, but Harishai is actually very Mashma that we're talking about Chuppah, because the Chuppah is something that's Harishai as opposed to Bia, that happens even after the Bia Rishai. Incidentally, even though we know the Bia Rishai is a mitzvah, and Enisha Kares is bris, El Misha Asa Kli, Taisvis and Gittendaf, Taisvis and Ksubis, but at the same time, the Gemara still thinks that Harishin is more mashma chuppah than his mashma bia. One last Gemara. Boy, Ravashi. Ravashi had a shayla nichnas solo chuppah u pirsa nida mahu. What happens if she was nichnas solo chuppah and she was pirsa nida? Now, as Machlokes Rishonim had to learn this Gemara, but the Pash Pashan in the Rishonim is that she was a nida at the time of the chuppah. So it was a chuppah's nida, which is a whole sugya. But she was nichnas solo chuppah u pirsa nida. What's the law? Intem slim chibas chuppah kaina. Even if you're going to tell me that it's chibas chuppah, like we just proved from Rabbi Yosef. But maybe it's only chupa de chazi At least it's a chupa that hakol yoydim lama nichnas ol chupa. Av chupa de chazi lebiyo. But a chupa that was loy chazi lebiyo loy. I don't want Or maybe there's no difference. Zokte gemara. This we're gonna have to wait. Falio anovi liyo atishbi teku tishbi etaritz kushes veibay.